Welcome to the Building Business Podcast with your host, Angeline Lawrence, where experts and entrepreneurs share business tips, trends, and skills to build your business acumen. And today I have with me Ms. Christina Devlin. She is TechTown's own retail strategist. And we will be discussing whether brick and mortar retail is dead. And we already know the answer to that question. But we want to explore this topic and understand the work that Christina is doing with TechTown in helping small businesses. So welcome, Christina. Could you please just give us a brief background about your expertise and and why you're doing the work that you're doing? Yeah, sure. Uh, so thanks for having me here, first of all. Uh, I, as you said, I'm a retail strategist at TechTown, part of the small business services team. Uh, I worked in retail for goodness, probably 23 years, um, running uh, retail programs for arts and crafts, non- arts and cultural nonprofits throughout Detroit. Um, and I went through a bit of a career transition a few years back and needed to change my priorities a little bit and have a little bit more time to spend at home and a little bit more time to spend taking care of me. Um, and a friend of mine introduced me to the retail director at TechTown. And we hit it off and she was looking for a guest presenter for the retail operations uh, module of retail bootcamp. And I thought, hey, that sounds fun. Uh, getting paid to talk about the things that I know how to do. Like, this is great. So I started with that. And then I moved on to volunteering in the Ask an Expert program to be the first, I believe, retail um, expert in that program. And then took a contract job helping out with some of the pop-ups for the holiday season. And next thing you know, they opened up a brand new position for a, a manager in retail and I jumped right on it. And I have been here for over four years at this point. Awesome. And, you know, we all have our why as to the space that we work in. You know, it really takes mission-driven individuals to work at TechTown because the work is so intense and it's just so much as we were talking before we got on um there's a lot going on however um we know that with the on onset of online sales you have amazon who's disrupted disrupted the retail market but surprisingly e-commerce only makes up only 13 percent of retail sales so um, just tell us a little bit about the retail industry and whether there is an uptick or an uptrend now going back to the main street as opposed to everybody going online or going to big box retailers. Uh, there actually is. 2021 was a really interesting year because it's the first time since the onset of e-commerce that brick and mortar has outgrown e-commerce. So, and that trend looks to be continuing for 2022. Um, Maybe something, you know, part of that has to do with COVID and the fact that after being (laughs) stuck in our homes for so long and, you know, online ordering has its time and its place, right? It certainly is great to have, you know, I forgot to buy the cat food. I can have it on my front porch tomorrow morning. Um, That kind of convenience is really helpful for a lot of people in managing their lives, but um, there's no replacement for person-to-person interaction. There's no replacement for the customer service that you get when you're shopping person-to-person in a small independent retail store. Um, And I think once we were all stuck at home by ourselves for a while, we started to really 
realize how important that was and start longing to get out and do that. Now that it's available again, um, I think we're all just realizing how important it is to us. Yes, it is. And it's just great to see and touch people. Um, with some of the work that you do um, at Tech Town in terms of your retail bootcamp program, give us just paint a picture for us of a typical day in the life of a retail bootcamp participant and why it's so important for retail bootcamp to be within this ecosystem and how it's impacting the landscape of Detroit neighborhoods. Um, I don't think there is a typical day in any entrepreneur's life. They're all different, right? Uh, so it just depends on where they are in the stage of working on developing their business idea and moving it forward. Um, but I can tell you that the retail bootcamp program itself runs in three hour sessions every week for 12 weeks. During those sessions, we usually will bring in a guest speaker to talk on a specific topic. Um, we will do some presentations and some, some practicing pitching businesses in person to person, because that's also important in retail. Uh, and then we have a workbook that we created and we'll go through and just dive deep into the topic um, using that. And then outside of each session, there's anywhere from 10 to 15 hours of additional work on top of that. And the whole goal is to move your business forward as specifically and much as you can so that when you're done with the program, you are ready to start moving forward, going for funding, finding your location, whatever that best next step for you is. Wonderful. And how many, how many cohorts have you all had with Retail Bootcamp? When were you initially started? Yeah, the first boot camp was in 2013, uh, and we are currently in cohort 13 right now. Uh, we're up to we started out with one cohort a year. We're now running two a year, and we're going to be continuing that into 2023. And by last count, we had just over 175 graduates of the program. That's amazing. And so, with um, the graduates that have completed the program. Explain to us where some of, where have you seen like the hot spots in Detroit that a lot of your alum are located? You know, we're starting to get pretty good distribution throughout the entire city. Um, in the beginning, everybody kind of wanted to be downtown, midtown, right near all of the action, right? And uh, I think we really work with our participants one-on-one -on -one to help identify, well, why do you want to be in Midtown? Why do you want to be a new center? Is that really where your ideal customer lives, works, or plays? Sometimes the answer turns out to be yes. And sometimes the answer turns out to be, oh, actually, I need to be out in the Grand Mont Rosedale area because that's where I'm going to reach my customer best. Um, but that being said, I mean, I think we have a business on every uh, in every major neighborhood spot in the city, almost uh, Southwest Corktown, East Jefferson, um, downtown Midtown, <laughs> New Center, Avenue of Fashion, quite a few. Uh, so all over, which is exciting for us. Wonderful. And I know a second part of your program is called the shop. And during the pandemic, you went to a QVC style shopping experience. And now you, so tell us a little bit about the shop and how that helps your graduates. Yeah. So the shop is Tech Town's uh, monthly pop-up where we feature currently six vendors a month, uh, sometimes as many as 12 
and uh, that's an application process. It's open to anybody, not just boot camp participants, although many of our participants do also apply for the shop um, during that program so they can work with us on their merchandising or, or product testing and so on. Um, we're open on Wednesdays from 11 to 2 in the lobby at Tech Town. And we bring in a variety of different businesses and a variety of different industries, different stages of business. So for some businesses, the shop will be their very first pop-up ever. Um, and then for other businesses, they've been doing this for years and they're just looking for other goals like reaching new audiences or you know, just coming in to have the conversation and being in the space because it tends to be a fun place to be. Um, but we have a custom fixture library. Our uh, pop-up is a little bit different. Usually you go into a pop-up and you get a table with a tablecloth and then you're on your own from there. Uh, we push very hard that display is a really important element of your the way that you represent yourself to the public as a business. And so going with a flat table, if at all possible, is not the ideal way to do it. So back in 2018, we started working with um, RL Consetti to help us design custom fixtures that could be modified depending on the industry, the type of item, the needs of that particular business, kind of a mix and match system. And you as a vendor get to choose the elements that you want. When you come in, your fixtures are ready for you, and then you deck it out from there. And it's a great opportunity for people to sort of test out what, you know, if I can I create a display like this? How could I build something like this? What works best for my product? Wow, look at the difference between being flat on a table. Uh, so that's a really big hallmark of the program, and that's been really helpful for a lot of people. And then we also do in-the-moment coaching with every business that's here. So if you want to talk about your sales strategy, if you want to talk about jumping into e-com or getting into a brick and mortar and what does it take to do that um, or anything else that your business is going through in the moment. We spend time with each business during the event. Awesome. And so you were able to send me a couple of key points and facts about retail and supporting small businesses. And one that stood out to me that that always stands out to me is that 47% of the private sector jobs in the U.S. are really um, accounted for by small businesses. Mm -hmm. So businesses are our backbone for this country. And many times they end up um, employing and train people, training people in their first jobs. So um, with that being said, what are some strategies that small businesses should really employ as we are approaching um, Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and the holiday season sales? Uh, first and foremost, speaking of jobs and hiring, make sure that you have enough team members to support what you're going to do over the holiday. Um, you know, we always tell people if you're not working, if you're working in your business, you're not working on your business. And so making sure that you have enough people to help you keep that engine running while you're off and able to do other things uh, to draw in business is really helpful. And now is definitely the time to do that. Um, a lot of our small independent businesses in the city will hire from right within the community or they will create internships or mentorships during the holiday season. Uh, so that's a great way for them to increase that job flow. Um, having Small items, giftable items is always important right? because people are always looking for that pick me up, grab and go item. Um, but also having a draw to bring people in, right? Because everybody's fighting for holiday shopping and holiday dollars. And you really need to determine what is it that sets me apart and how can I turn that into an experience 
to draw customers in and make them want to be in my store right now. And then using your social media outlets, your e-blasts, your text marketing to share that as widely as you can. And that way people know when you're doing something and, oh, hey, December 7th, this store is having a really cool, you know, special shopping night. I want to stop in there, late hours, you know, pick up some gifts and go. Uh, also, collaboration is the other big thing to consider, right? Because most stores are located on a strip with others nearby. And so how can you collaborate with your neighbors? How can you collaborate with other small business owners in the city who maybe aren't in a brick and mortar, but have some really amazing products that you could collaborate with them on events or on special displays in your store? Or, hey, you know, new for this holiday season, we're selling this particular company's chocolates or mugs or whatever that might look like. And then you can cross promote with each other and you expand your audience by catching on to their audience and vice versa. And it helps everybody to succeed. Those are really great ideas and low cost Mm -hmm. um, as entrepreneurs and small businesses are always looking for that higher rate of return on what what action that they can take. Definitely. In, In addition to that, now let's say if if a small business also has an online presence. So what are some strategies that they need to entail for their brick and mortar and their online operations during this time? Yeah. Um, so the first and most important thing uh, is, I know that the term uh, omni-channel is a big buzz in retail. I prefer omni-experiential, thinking of your business through an omni-experiential lens right? So what experience do I as a customer have when I come into your store? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does your brand look like? How am I being treated by your staff? That experience as a whole, making sure that when I as a customer go onto your web store or onto your social media, it has that same look, that same feel. It's very obvious that it is the same business because if it's not, then people will be confused and think, wow, hey, this is not the place where I just was shopping. And so I'm gonna move on. Um, So consistency is one important key. Uh, The other thing is, can you make the two work together or how can you make the two work together, right? One uh, big trend that we've seen thanks to COVID, which has stayed with us and will definitely not be going away is um, buy online, pick up in store, right? If they call it Poppus or curbside pickup. Um, this is a convenience for customers, right? I can go online and I can point out whatever I need. And I know that tomorrow at three o'clock, I can pull up and you're going to put my bag right in my trunk and I can go. And I don't have to spend any extra time that I don't have during the day. Uh, it definitely makes customers' lives easier. And it's a great customer service element to add. And really as a you know, person working in a store, it's a little bit easier for you because you would just have to go and pull the order items and get them all together. And that one-on-one customer interaction is still happening, but it's happening through virtual communication, and then it's happening when you're delivering the items to the customer, however that looks, right? So it can save you some time in the middle of the process as well. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. Yes. And when you mention um, buy online and pick up in the store, that means that they also have to have some type of technology employed um, so that their customers are able to get their orders in and your store staff will know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that in mind, um, can you share some little nuggets on technology and what types of apps um, for operations that small business retailers can employ in their business? 
Sure. I mean, it all starts with your POS, right? You have to have a good solid POS that's going to work for you. Uh, it doesn't have to be huge. I know Square and Shopify are the two most common right now, I believe. Um, they're really easy to use systems, but they have a lot of plugins and add-ons, right? So um, having making sure that you have a good inventory management add-on because you want to know what product you have and when you need to order it. Making sure that you have customer management opportunities with your software or getting a good add-on in order to accommodate that because when a customer comes in and makes a purchase or when they find you online, you want to have a great way of capturing their contact data so that you can continue to reach out to them in the future, whether or not they make a purchase. Those are really the two key things. And then making sure that your web store works functionally and creates an easy shopping experience for a customer. And that can be really hard because when you're in the weeds, it's hard to kind of get a feel for what's going on. And like, you think something looks one way, but really it's working another. Um, I always strongly recommend to clients that they call their friends, call their family, talk to their coworkers, send them a link to your web store and have them go through and try to find three items that you give them and see, is it easy to find? Does it, you know, is it easy to navigate? Is it too confusing? Is there too many clicks to get to what you need? And that way you can make sure that from a customer perspective, it's all working easily and seamlessly because at the end of the day, the most important thing is please make it easy for me to give you my money. Yes, and segueing to money, um, you also mentioned that 48% of dollars that are spent within a, with a small business usually stays within that community. And we know that recycling our dollars is something that we have to strive to improve um, within our city. And so what are some key strategies for small retailers to get more of those dollars? Um, perhaps how do they employ uh, reward programs, customer reward programs? Yeah, um, loyalty programs are actually a great way and a relatively low cost way to keep customers coming back. Um, you know, you can start with the easy refer a friend, right? Refer a friend, get a $5 discount. Um, creating exclusivity or the feeling of exclusivity, exclusivity is also a great way to go about it. Um, you know, are you a frequent shopper of a store? You're invited to join this secret Facebook group that nobody else can see. And that group announces new products that nobody else has access to. Or you get invitations to special events and product launches that nobody else gets access to but the people on this list. There might not be any you know, real mechanism for making people or putting people on that list. It might just be whoever wants to sign up, but the customer feels important and like they're a part of something very exclusive. So that's definitely an easy way to go about it. You know, and then there's the good old punch card, you know, we have a hundred of them in our wallet, but on your fifth visit, you're going to get 10% off. Or when someone comes in to make a purchase, give them something to get them to return next time. Here's a thing for a free gift the next time that you come in and make a purchase. It doesn't have to be anything big. Vendors, actually, your vendors will often, uh, if you call them and ask them, they'll offer freebies that you can give away to your customers to make it a little bit more exciting. Those are really great tips. And um, you've given so many great nuggets. So I know that people would want to know how they can interact with you. You are actually one of our strategists for our uh, strategy sessions that we currently have virtually. And I just wanted to ask, what are some of the common mistakes that you find that um, retailers starting out tend to make? Uh, 
first and foremost is really hard in the beginning, but you can't do it all. You, you're, you cannot do it all. You just can't. Um, you may think you can, you may feel like you need to, but you really can't. Getting a good support team in place is really, really important, right? I find that most business owners and entrepreneurs that I work with have brilliant ideas and they really know their field and their area of expertise, but accounting tends to be one area where most people don't have a lot of skill, right? And so they don't really take the time to work with somebody else and get, a, you know, get a good bookkeeping system going, get their major financial documents in place, get a cash flow going that they can continue to update so that they know how much money they will have on hand in the next 12 weeks. Um, so investing a little bit to surround yourself with a good team is extremely important. And then surrounding yourself with resources like the ones at TechTown that can help provide support for you or help provide direction for you and give you a network of like-minded entrepreneurs that you can turn to when you need something as well. Um, that one is huge. Yes, we know pain, the pain point for many entrepreneurs is accounting and mm -hmm. numbers. That was really great advice. Um, and just to wrap up, we wanted to know what events you have coming up and um, when is the next uh, cohort for RBC? Yeah, um, so we're going into the holiday season. So we have our shop events here at Tech Town. Uh, the next one is Wednesday, October 26th. And then again, in November, we'll start going a little more frequently. We have Wednesday, November 30th, Wednesday, December 7th, and Wednesday, December 14th. And all of those days are here in the Tech Town lobby from 11 to 2. Um, we also are providing support for the vendors at the Holiday Winter Market downtown through Bedrock. So you can go check out 18 great local small businesses there as well. And we're really excited to work with them. Uh, and then next year, Retail Bootcamp will start accepting applications in January for cohort 14. Dynamic. This You guys do a great job and you're really helping to change the landscape of our city. And we just want to know how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to do a strategy session or learn more about RBC? Absolutely. Um, you can contact me directly by email, christina at techtowndetroit.org, or you can go onto the TechTown website under business programs and you will find a link for strategy sessions with our team members, myself included, uh, and just click on someone's name and you'll see our calendar of available time. And if you're interested in RBC, there is a page on our website as well, techtowndetroit.org slash RBC that will give you all of the highlights of the program. It will let you know when the application is open and then it will have the link to the application when it's live. Thank you, Christina. You guys do a fantastic job. We are just really grateful that you're here. At, oh, thank you. And an expert in the community. And we employ you to schedule a session with Christina and as well as her teammate. Uh, Carrie, they are the dynamic duo in retail and they're absolutely free sessions. So thank you again for joining us on the Building Business Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is always fun. Awesome. Do you have a business idea and need advice? Visit our website at techtowndetroit.org under business programs and education to schedule a free session in our Ask an Expert program. Don't forget, you can also catch the latest video under our training series. I'm Angeline Lawrence, your host with Building Business Podcasts.